Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. That was Jim. He's been a customer of Piper Electric for over a year now and loves it so much that he recommends his own clients to them. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have referred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome into the show. Harrison Wind here on a Friday on the BSN Nuggets podcast. Hope everybody had a good week. As always, we're presented by The Green Solution. You guys, visit any one of The Green Solution's 17 Colorado locations or browse their entire inventory online at mygreensolution.com. You guys can also reserve products online and pick up at your local TGS Express checkout. You'll be in and out in minutes. And if you use code BSN20, you can get 20% off your entire purchase. So make sure to check those guys out, The Green Solution, this weekend. On today's show, here's what I got. Jeremy Grant was introduced at Pepsi Center on Thursday, and I thought personally there was a lot you could take away from what he had to say, from what Tim Connolly had to say, and from what Michael Malone had to say. So I will kind of analyze, give my thoughts on what I took away from that press conference because I thought there was a lot of insightful stuff there about how the Nuggets intend to use Jeremy Grant and what their long-term plans might be with the forward. So uh, a lot to get into there. I do want to remind you guys, as always, as I do on every show, if you're not subscribed to bsndenver.com, it's a great time to get on board. We've got a lot of cool content on the site right now from both Summer League and having to do with the Jeremy Grant signing. I have a couple pieces on the site alone right now that speak to Jeremy Grant. I had a nice chat with Michael Malone in Las Vegas and some of his thoughts on the Grant signing, uh, the Grant trade, I should say. Uh, are on bsendeavor.com in an article right now. So if you go to bsendeavor.com backslash subscribe, you can actually get an annual subscription, an annual pass for only $3.33 a month. And with that, you also get a free t-shirt from the BSN Denver locker. So a lot of great content that you can get, not just Nuggets content, but Broncos, Avalanche, Rockies content as well. And also don't forget to download the BSN Denver app on iPhone and on Android. A great one-stop shop for all the content that we put out on a daily basis across all four of those sports. But let's get into it because, like I just said, I think there was a lot you could take away from what happened at Pepsi Center on Thursday. Jeremy Grant officially introduced as a nugget, and if you missed the news earlier this week, Denver dealt a 2020 first-round pick that's protected 1 through 10. So what that means is if the Nuggets were to somehow finish at the bottom of the West, in the bottom of the league, and were to get a draft pick that was 1 through 10, they would actually keep that pick. But 
seems like that's probably not going to happen. Denver most likely will be picking in the 20 somewhere. So that pick will likely get conveyed to the Thunder next year. So they give that up for Jeremy Grant, a really versatile forward who, reading the tea leaves, and based on what everybody had to say Thursday, is a guy that Denver had their eyes on for quite a while. And I guess my biggest takeaway from what Tim Connolly and Mike Malone had to say on Thursday and really what I've been hearing ever since that acquisition occurred, Denver acquired Jeremy Grant with the thought in their mind that he's going to wear a Nuggets jersey for a long time. He's the guy that they've had their eyes on for a while. You know, From what I've heard, they've had their eyes on a couple different power forwards that they think would be a really good fit with the Nuggets long term. That would fit really well with Nikola Jokic that are modern-day power forwards, guys who can guard multiple positions, guys who can do a little bit of everything on the offensive end of the floor and that fit with their current timeline, you know, that are kind of in that 23 to 26 age group with a lot of the Nuggets core right now. And Jeremy Grant certainly falls into that category and checks a lot of those boxes that I just listed. So this was a guy, I think, like Paul Millsap was a couple years ago, that Denver had circled, probably on one of those whiteboards deep inside Pepsi Center somewhere, as a guy that the Nuggets had really hoped that they'd be able to acquire. And just like Paul Millsap a couple years ago, they were able to do that with Jeremy Grant. And Denver wants to keep him here for a while. He's only under contract for one more season. And then he has a $9.2 million player option for 2020-2021. And the thing you worry about, if you're the Nuggets, I guess, is that the free agent class next summer is very weak. It's not anything like it was this summer. It's an extremely weak free agent class. And you wonder if Jeremy Grant has a good season. Maybe he's one of the more intriguing options on the free agent market a year from now. But nevertheless... You get the feeling the Nuggets really hope that they can agree to some type of extension and keep him in Denver long term. And I guess the two big reasons why they want to keep him here long term, one, it's his fit and just his play and his skill on the court. I felt like Jeremy Grant's been one of the more underrated players in the league for the last couple of years, maybe because he's been on a Thunder team that's, you know, got Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Steven Adams. He's been overshadowed a bit there, but... I really feel like he's been one of the more underrated guys. Whenever you watch the Thunder play, whether they're playing the Nuggets or if you just catch him on League Pass or one of those national TNT games, he's always popping off the screen to me. It just seems like he's a really modern-day player that can do a little bit of everything. He can shoot the three, hit 39% of his threes last season, shot 40% from the corners, and he's going to get a lot of wide-open looks in the Nuggets offense as well. And he's also a guy on the offensive end of the floor who just knows his role. I think he's going to be fine taking a backseat, obviously, to Nikola Jokic, to Jamal Murray, to Gary Harris, even to Paul Millsap, who he'll be coming off the bench for. And so I think he fits in that regard. He's not a guy who's going to demand a whole lot of touches. And then on the defensive end of the floor, he's the type of guy that you want on your team if you're a contender and you're going to have to guard a lot of high-level offenses in the playoffs. He can guard all five positions. He can guard point guards, shooting guards, small forwards, power forwards, and centers. He did that in Oklahoma City. He's a deterrent at the rim, averaged one and a half blocks per game last year, and he's a smart, high IQ player, and I think that shows up on both ends of the floor. So I think that's one reason why Denver identified him 
just because of his skill. And he's a guy that can play next to Nikola Jokic, clean up maybe some of the mistakes he might make on that end of the floor. He's so versatile defensively. And so just from a skill level, he's a guy that you want if you're a contending team. He's kind of that jack-of-all-trades that oh, a lot of the top defenses in the league have. I'm not going to say he's like a Draymond Green, you know, but he's a guy who can play multiple positions, defend multiple spots, clean up other guys' mistakes, and just contribute as a team defender. The other reason why Denver targeted him and wanted to bring him into their program, and this is another one of my big takeaways from this press conference is he's a culture guy. The Nuggets have placed a really high priority on bringing in guys who fit their culture, guys who aren't just great basketball players on the court, but can fit in off the court. And they've been very selective about the guys they bring into this program to make sure they'll fit in this locker room, that they don't have egos. That's something you guys have heard me say time and time again. Nobody on this Nuggets team really has an ego. I don't think anybody in that locker room would put their individual success above team success. And Jeremy Grant falls into that category, I guess you could say. Nuggets did their intel on him, and all that intel came back good. Tim Connolly has known Jeremy Grant kind of since he was a young kid. Connolly was an intern with the Wizards in 1996 when Jeremy Grant's father, Harvey Grant, who played seven seasons in the league, played with the Wizards. So Connolly knew Grant then. He was probably running around, chasing his dad all over the gym then, and obviously has watched kind of from afar as he and his brothers have grown up. So he's the son of Harvey Grant, who played seven seasons in the league, the nephew of Horace Grant, who's probably the more well-known of those Grant brothers because he played for the Bulls on, on some of those really good Bulls teams, and he played for seven seasons. So he's got a great pedigree. He just loves the game, and I think that's another characteristic that makes him fit the Nuggets culture-wise. Denver's got a lot of guys in that locker room who are just basketball junkies, right? From, I think, Jamal Murray to Will Barton to Monte Morris, Paul Millsap. There's a lot of basketball junkies in that locker room. And I think Jeremy Grant's that guy. He's got a passion for the game. He's got a fire for the game. And he's always had that growing up around his dad in NBA gyms. And I think you've seen that throughout his short but you know pretty promising start to his career. So I think that was another thing that Denver really identified in him that made them want to target Jeremy Grant and will make them want to keep him around this program for quite a while. So to kind of wrap that up, Denver had really targeted Jeremy Grant as one of the guys that they felt like would be A, a great fit on their team, and B, just a great guy to build with. He's a great fit on the defensive end of the floor next to Nikola Jokic. He's just a modern-day power forward, a guy who can guard multiple positions, all five in his case, can defend at the rim, is athletic, has a ton of length. He's six eight six nine with a seven three wingspan. So he's one of the more malleable forwards out there. And what I mean by that is he can play with a lot of different guys and a lot of different lineup combinations, can play a couple different positions. Denver obviously a little thin at small forward, and Jeremy Grant was asked at his press conference if he can play the three. He said yes, especially on the defensive end. And I would agree with the second part of that. I think he'll be defending a lot of threes. I think you'll see him on the likes of LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. He'll be able to check those guys at times. He's a body that Denver can throw at those guys. But I don't envision him at this point playing a ton of 
three on the offensive end of the floor. I think he's more of a four five than a four three. I just don't think he handles it like a small forward. I think his offensive skill set is much more useful at the four, the five even. So I don't know how much small forward he'll play on offense, but he'll definitely defend small forwards on defense. But just his versatility, it makes him a great fit in Denver this year and long term. And also just he fits the Nuggets culture. He comes from a great basketball family. He's got a great pedigree. And he's a hard worker. He's a guy who loves the game. And from what I've heard, he's been in the gym all summer. He's been improving his game. He said the biggest factor that just contributed to his rise in three-point percentage, and he raised his three-point percentage to 39% last year, which was a career high for him. And he said the biggest reason why was just he put in the work last summer, and he just had that confidence to shoot and make threes this year. And from what I've been told, he's been in the gym a crazy amount this summer and will come back a much better player than he was last season. He doesn't have an ego. He's not going to demand a ton of touches on the offensive end of the floor. He's a team guy, and that really fits what Denver has been building. So he fits from an on-court standpoint. He fits from an off-court standpoint in the locker room. He just fits the Nuggets. He is a Nugget, right? He just seems like he fits with this team. He seems like he's a guy who should have been drafted to Denver way back when. He's a Denver Nugget through and through. Let's hit a break real quick. A couple more things I want to get to. From that press conference, my takeaways from it, we'll be right back. If you're living in Colorado and you are craving some good old Southern barbecue, be sure to give Moe's Original Barbecue a try. My favorite thing about Moe's Original Barbecue is we are a Southern soul food revival. We make everything from scratch daily, house-made smoked meats, and customer service to the next level. That was Robbie Peoples, one of the managers over at Moe's Original Barbecue. And like he mentioned, they have incredible food, awesome customer service, and I think my favorite part is how cool the environment is in both of their locations. We have live music at Moe's at our south location, 3295 South Broadway, which is a full PA system, ticket sales. Uh, we have national bands, we have local bands. If you're a local band interested in playing, feel free to contact us at mosdenver.com. We would love to have you come down and play for a big old party at Mo's Original Barbecue. Not only do they have live music, but they also have a bowling alley and a dozen TVs with all of your favorite games on. They have two locations, one in downtown Denver off Broadway and 6th, and of course the other one that Robbie mentioned in Inglewood. I would recommend some Mo's to someone because we cater to all needs, a family-friendly atmosphere. We have Colorado beers on tap, all the games on the TVs. It will blow your mind with amazing barbecue. Welcome back to the show. Harrison Wind here on a Friday on the BSN Nuggets podcast. As always, we're presented by The Green Solution. Make sure to check these guys out this weekend. Visit mygreensolution.com. Use code BSN20 for 20% off your entire purchase. Here's what else I took away from Jeremy Grant's introductory press conference Thursday at Pepsi Center. The Nuggets believe that Denver's offensive philosophy will fit Jeremy Grant a lot better than Oklahoma City's did. And look, Jeremy Grant had a solid offensive season last year. He had a great offensive season, the best year of his career. Averaged 13.5 points per game, pretty efficient, shot 39% from three, good on the defensive end of the floor. But Denver believes, and Michael Malone said this a little bit Thursday, that Denver's offensive read and react system, the unselfish nature that the Nuggets play with on that end of the floor, obviously that's a polar opposite from how the Thunder played. The Thunder played a your turn, my turn style of basketball on the offensive end, or at least that's what I like to call it. 
Russell Westbrook goes one-on-one, puts up a mid-range jumper, puts up a three, tries to get to the rim. Next time down the floor, it's Paul George's turn. A your turn, my turn style of offense. Those were really the two guys getting most of the looks. Those were the two guys really dominating the flow. The Nuggets are a totally different style of offense. You guys know this. It's a read and react, unselfish, democratic style of basketball. They're going to pass up a good shot for a better shot. Nikola Jokic, he's a guy who would rather set his teammates up than score himself. He's always going to make the right play. You know, He's the most unselfish superstar in the NBA. And the Nuggets believe that this is a system that's really going to maximize Jeremy Grant's skill set on the offensive end of the floor. They believe it's a better fit for him than the Oklahoma City Thunder system was. Jeremy Grant's probably going to get a lot of wide open layups this year. He's definitely going to get a lot of wide open threes when he's playing with Jokic, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Malik Beasley. Like, you're going to have to leave Grant if he's out there in a lineup with, you know, a Gary Harris or a Malik Beasley or a Monte Morris, or if he's with the starters and Gary Harris and maybe a Jamal Murray. Jeremy Grant's the guy in those lineups that the defense will have to leave. He showed last season he can knock down three-pointers from the corner where he shot 40% from everywhere else beyond the arc. So he'll get a lot of open threes in the Nugget system. He'll get a lot of open layups as well. I made this comparison earlier in the week on a show, but if you think back to when this Nuggets offense really went through a renaissance, I'll call it, 2016-17 starting December 15th when Nikola Jokic became the Nuggets starting center. He teamed with Kenneth Reed to form a really potent front court. And that was really the beginning of what the Nuggets offense is today. What they've really been for the last two plus seasons. And Jeremy Grant, he's not Kenneth Reed. Don't make that mistake. He's not Kenneth Reed. I don't think he's the rebounder Kenneth Reed was, but he's obviously a much more versatile offensive player and a much better defensive player. Kenneth Freed couldn't shoot from three. He couldn't stretch the defense. He was pretty tied to the paint. Jeremy Grant, a much more versatile and equipped offensive player that can stretch a defense, keep the defense honest from mid-range. They're much different players in that regard. But there was an aspect of Kenneth Freed and Nikola Jokic's synergy that I think you'll see with Jeremy Grant and Nikola Jokic. And that's Jeremy Grant's ability from the dunker spot. I think you're going to see a lot of synergy there in a similar way to how Jokic and Freed played off one another. Jeremy Grant, I'm sure he's going to catch a lot of lobs from Jokic. I'm sure he's going to be a beast on the offensive glass as well when he's playing alongside Jokic. And I should probably state that I think Jeremy Grant's going to come off the bench. Paul Millsap will be this team starting power forward, but I do think Grant gives the Nuggets a lot of opportunities to rest Paul Millsap more this coming year. Like if I'm coaching the Nuggets, which I shouldn't, but if I was, I'm playing Paul Millsap around 26 or 27 minutes per game next season. I'm giving him a lot of time off. I'm load managing the heck out of him, making sure he's as healthy and as energized as possible for the playoffs. I think Grant gives the Nuggets a lot of opportunity to do that. But when he does play with Jokic, I think there's going to be that synergy there from those two in the front court, whether he's catching lobs or catching dump offs, and he's going to get a lot of wide open looks from Jokic and just from moving without the ball. There wasn't a lot of off ball movement in Oklahoma City last year. That Thunder offense, most of the guys just stand and watch 
when Westbrook's going one-on-one, when Paul George is going one-on-one. That doesn't happen a lot in Denver. There's constant movement. So that's going to be a little bit of an adjustment from Jeremy, but he's such a high IQ player, I feel like he's going to fit in really well and get a lot of open layups, a lot of open looks on that end of the floor. Another big takeaway from what Jeremy Grant, Michael Malone, Tim Conley had to say on Thursday at Pepsi Center, Jeremy Grant's a Michael Malone guy. And the Nuggets front office is very excited about bringing in Grant. And like I said earlier in the show, he's a guy they've thought of for a while that could fit really well with this team, both on and off the court, fit well with Jokic, fit well in this locker room. But there's not many people more excited for his arrival than Michael Malone. How many times have I talked about this? But for Michael Malone's first three years in Denver, he tried but failed to get his team to buy in on the defensive end of the floor. It wasn't Michael Malone's fault, but Denver just could not get that buy-in defensively. Three straight seasons where Denver finished in the bottom 10 defensively. That's what the Nuggets were going off of before last year when all of a sudden Denver shot up to the top 10 in defensive rating. They finished as the ninth best defense in the league. And you can probably attribute that to a couple things. Paul Millsap was healthier, obviously. And Denver just played with more urgency on that end of the floor. You guys heard me say this throughout last season. They just tried harder on defense. I really think that's what most of it came down to. A lot of defense is just effort. And Denver had the required effort on that end of the floor last year when they finished as the ninth best defense. There was that sense of urgency. I think part of that came from missing the playoffs from two years in a row and Denver knowing deep down that they just had to be better defensively to take that next step, and they did. And Michael Malone has talked about this a bunch throughout the summer. One of the biggest challenges heading into next season is complacency. The Nuggets made a little bit of a run last year in the playoffs, right? They were within a few bounces here or there of reaching the Western Conference Finals, right? They took the Blazers to seven games. They almost won that series if one bounce goes their way, if one 50-50 ball goes their way. That series turns out differently. So how does Denver react to that in the regular season? That's what I'm really curious about, and I'm sure that's what Michael Malone is curious about as well. How do the Nuggets react... You know, when it's the middle of November, the middle of December, and they know what it's like to play in the playoffs, they know how intense that atmosphere is, they know what just what's at stake when you're playing in that environment. How do they play at that level during the regular season? That's what I'm really curious to see. And I think Jeremy Grant's arrival will help if there's any sense of complacency, any sense of just, oh, it's the regular season, Let's just get to the playoffs, and then we can really start ramping it up. We can really shift into another gear then. I think Grant's arrival and his integration here will help if there's any sense of complacency. He'll bring a defensive spirit and a defensive edge that I think will get Denver through some of those dog days of the NBA regular season when everybody is just looking ahead to the playoffs now that Denver has really tasted that with this group for the first time. And so I think Michael Mullen is really thrilled about that. And Jeremy Grant, he's a guy who's going to help Denver stay in that top 10 in the league in defense. He's a really versatile defender. He's helped the Thunder over the last couple of years have one of the better defenses in the league year in and year out. And so Michael Malone couldn't be more excited about his arrival. He's just a Michael Malone type of guy, a defensive first guy. He was asked Thursday, if he could just boil his game down to just one intangible, one skill, what that would be. And he immediately said defense. 
He said his defensive versatility, his ability as a team defender, as a help defender, to guard multiple positions, to guard one through five. And then Michael Malone chimed in and said, yeah, he's exactly right. Defense is his calling card. He's versatile on the offensive end, can do a little bit of everything, can shoot, can finish inside. He's not a guy who's going to break his man down off the dribble, but that's really fine. Denver has a few of those guys already. But defensively is really, I think, where he's going to make his biggest mark. And Michael Malone, a guy who's always preached defense since he got here four years ago now, I think he's going to be really happy being able to deploy Jeremy Grant in a variety of scenarios on that end of the floor. And I think he'll definitely make Denver's defense better next year. I think the Nuggets with Grant have the ability to post even better defensive numbers. We've got a couple more thoughts on the Jeremy Grant press conference from Thursday, what you should take away from it, etc. But before we get there, a quick word from Total Beverage. Right now, Total Beverage has an awesome deal for BSN listeners. You already know that Total Beverage has the most liquor in Colorado at the best prices in Colorado, but now they're delivering to anywhere in the North Metro area from Wheat Ridge to Erie. Plus, they are now offering CBD products. That's right. From drinks to gummies, you can enjoy CBD products on your next visit. For a limited time, Total Beverage is offering 20% off your purchase on their website and app. Use code BSN20 to save 20% and have it delivered to your door. And again, download the Total Beverage app. Use promo code BSN20 for 20% off your order. That's promo code BSN20 on the Total Beverage app for 20% off your next liquor delivery today. Final note on the Jeremy Grant press conference. I feel like this probably ties a bow on Denver's offseason. Really two big moves for Denver this summer. Two moves of note, I'd say. Denver selects Bull Bull 44th overall. They trade into the draft with the Heat to get him. And then they make the trade to acquire Jeremy Grant. So compared to the rest of the West, a relatively quiet summer for Denver. But I think this is a summer that Denver feels really good about. Tim Connolly was asked to evaluate his offseason at Thursday's press conference. He kind of sarcastically said, I'd give myself an A+. Michael Malone chimed in that he'd give Tim Connolly an A+, too. I would as well. You guys know this from listening to the podcast. I heard from a lot of you who were kind of panicking, it felt like. We're kind of a bit annoyed that Denver wasn't getting in on any of these top free agents. The Nuggets didn't seem like they were really aggressive in maybe the trade market for a lot of those top guys, but the Nuggets were just patient this summer. And it was a classic Nuggets timeline this offseason. They waited for the right opportunity and they pounced and got their guy. They waited for the Thunder to kind of be selling off all their assets. They waited for that to happen, and they went in and got Jeremy Grant, I think, for pretty cheap. I mean, would you rather have Jeremy Grant in this trade exception for next year and then potentially sign him going forward, or would you rather pay Tobias Harris the max? I think it's a pretty easy choice. You would much rather have Jeremy Grant for that kind of money than Tobias Harris going forward. So, I think Denver feels like it had a really good offseason. I think Tim Conley thinks he had maybe an A-plus offseason. I would agree. I think the Nuggets really made a couple strong moves this summer. And Jeremy Grant, the icing on the cake, I think he's exactly what Denver needed. He's the exact type of player the Nuggets needed. And I think he's going to be a big factor next year going forward and in future seasons as well. So I think this is a great offseason from the Nuggets. I'd give them an A as well. They addressed a need. I think they definitely needed another forward on that front line. And Grant is a guy who's going to help a lot next year. His defense 
it's going to really add to this team. And I think the Nuggets really struck gold with the Jeremy Grant signing. I think it's going to go down as definitely one of the more underrated moves of the summer. And I've said this on the podcast before this week, the Nuggets are the most slept on team in the league, even in a conference where the Clippers added a ton of firepower this summer, as did the Lakers, as did the Jazz. Tim Conley said this on Thursday, we can't really control where we are geographically, but we can control our culture and we think we can control winning. And I think the move to acquire Jeremy Grant really showed that. That's all the time I got for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you all have a good weekend. We'll be back with a new show on Monday. Talk to you then. The Colorado Golf Association is dedicated to preserving, improving, and serving the game of golf here in Colorado. And right now they're conducting their annual Dream Golf Vacation Raffle. Ed May, Executive Director of the Colorado Golf Association, gave us some more info on what exactly you can win if you enter. We had six grand prizes this year and 40 plus other prizes. So the the big ticket items, so to speak, or the grand prizes are a trip to the BMW Championship, including VIP access, thanks to our partnership with BMW. Uh, We have a trip to Streamsong. We have a trip to Bandon Dunes. We have a trip to Sand Valley. And then we have what I think might be the coolest, a chance to take uh, a 7 Series BMW down to Telluride to play in a CGA-only event. The raffle tickets will go on sale on our website, coloradogolf.org. Tickets are $40, and you know all the proceeds from the raffle are going to support youth development in the state of Colorado. So you're making a great donation to a great cause, but you're also having a chance to uh, really have a fantastic dream golf vacation. For a chance to win, be sure to go to coloradogolfassociation.org.